Hello, welcome to Montessori Minute. My name is Melissa McElhill, that's McElhill, M-C-E-L-H-I-L-L. -L. And I'm um, in the midst of summarising all of the chapters from Maria Montessori's pioneering work, The Absorbent Mind, which was published in 1949, um, close to the end of her life. You know, she's at the end of her career. Um, and it's based on a series of lectures she gave in India, which was just after her internment um, up until the end of uh, the Second World War. Um, we are on chapter 15 today, which is called Development and Imitation. Uh, we're going to start with a summary of the chapter. I'm going to go through five main points, as is tradition, and then read some useful quotations. Um, and I, I started this because, you know, Maria Montessori's works, you know, they're fantastic, but they can be somewhat inaccessible or, you know, unapproachable. And many people out there are studying uh, for the Montessori diploma uh, in all its guises in their second language. So I think that makes things particularly challenging. So I really hope that my notes help you. Without further ado, um, development and imitation. Montessori discusses the child after 1.5 years old, up to two years old, and says that he has a personality that's about to expand and experience an explosion into language. The child also seeks to imitate the adults around him. So it's not enough for us to just set a good example, although this is expected. We as educators and caregivers need to give them room to practice living. If a child is engaged in activity, don't interrupt him and let him finish, even if it does not make sense to you. Allow your child to go on long walks at his own pace without imposing your will upon him, for the child walking is an explorer discovering new horizons and chasing them to his heart's content. So five main points, so I've, I've gone up to six, I'm sorry. So the first main point, this is a time of intense effort and the child will become engrossed in activities. This gives him the chance to practice, right? And a chance to imitate. If interrupted, the results are a deviation of personality, aimlessness, aimlessness and loss of interest. Two, interrupting the child's efforts can be very damaging and adults find it hard to do this. And, you know, maybe it's because of social pressure, like we're expected to dive in and help children. Um, so, you know, this is where the importance of nurseries and infant schools come into play. I think, you know, having been in the position of a teacher, you know, standing next to mothers, watching their child do something, it is a lot easier not to dive in and help if it's not your child. Is, is that simple and regardless of, of societal pressure, um, you know, I, I think that there's a very primal, carnal connection between mother and child that you just, you can't expect someone to rise above uh, on an intellectual level. Three, the child wants to walk and to climb at around two years old. They can walk for one to two miles and they want to climb trees. Four, the child not only has the urge to use his feet, but also his eyes, etc. So, you know, he wants to use everything, you know, his eyes, his hands, the things that put him in touch with the world around him. He has lots of developmental needs, so walk at his pace. You know, you find a lot of people are more patient walking their dogs than their toddlers. Um, you know, and at least people do walk their dogs rather than 
you know, the way they kind of push these children in these, you know, awful contraptions, you know, just let the child walk. Five, children have an instinct to move about and discover and explore, so it should form a part of their education. And six, to explore, one needs to be filled with intellectual interests, and that's our business to give. So, you know, we can pave the way, essentially, and we can make things more complex as the child grows and can handle them. Some useful quotations. It is a time of great effort and constructive work. No one can ever become great just by imitation. The whole of our life prepares us indirectly for the future. The child must always be able to finish the cycle of activity on which his heart is set. The path of education should follow the path of evolution to warp and enjoy ever wider horizons. In this way, the child's life becomes increasingly rich. Thanks, thank you for your time. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time for chapter 16.